Welcome to Bacon Swap. What? 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 Huh? Welcome to Bacon Swap podcast. Right, you did a whole, you did a whole thing, so I just I just did like a blah 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 blah. Right. Uh, welcome to Bacon Swap podcast, where Hi-ya. we are brought to you by who? Well, a number of things. A, a number, number of, of people. A uh, plethora. A plethora. We have uh, drinkwellbills.com. Mm-hmm. We have growyourassoff.com. And we have poddex.com. Mm, Those are three good. of the many things that uh, tantalize our taste buds and brain balls. Indeed. And speaking of balls. Manscaped.com. So if you go to those first two, first three websites, mm-hmm. if you go to drinkwildbills. You know what? Let's make it easy. Go to baconismypodcast.com. Jump over to the sponsor page, and you can find all these plus discount codes for every single one of them. Right. Much like the discount code for Manscaped, which is Bacon Pod. Well, the the other the other one for the other three is Bacon. Right. Just just straight up Bacon. Right. But Manscaped.com is Bacon Pod. We got to switch it up just just a tiny bit. Shave your balls. Just a tiny bit. Shave your balls. Um. So when you go to manscaped.com, you're you're taking things off, but we put like things the hair on. on your nuts, right? But we put things on, and that thing would be, you know, what twenty percent pot of your bean bag is covered in hair. But you could take that twenty percent off. Get that twenty percent off by using bacon pod, pod to get twenty percent off the order, and and free shipping and free shipping of. Things like the weed whacker. Yeah, where it'll clean get 20, out your nose hairs. Get 20% of those nose hairs that are hanging outside of the nose. You know, those. You, you can know. probably get more if you. You can get more than 20% as long as you, like, just dedicate a couple minutes. Yeah. If you, you don't, don't wear look a in the mus- mirror. If you don't wear a mustache, you certainly don't want to look like you kind of have one. Yeah. And if you do wear a mustache, you don't want it to connect to the inside of your nose. Because your boogers will stay there. That's gross. Yeah, it's, it's gross. Super gross. Super gross. Uh, also gross, hairy ball beanbag. Yeah, yeah. Hairy ball beanbag. Just use use your uh, use your lawnmower. Yeah, do you hear that ball beanbag? Yeah, indeed, indeed. So, Jimsy. Yeah. You have a story you have to tell. I do. It's I do. a cliffhanger. It was a cliffhanger, cliffhanger from the last intro. Welcome to Bacon's My Podcast. We've got Lindsay Paranormal coming up soon. We'll get more into her. But Jim, you got a story. Yeah. So, so story. I mentioned. You, you had mentioned last time, yes. you gave your story, which was? About what? You don't remember what your story was about? Nope. <laughs> All right. It was about being recognized. Oh, yes, 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 yes. 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 So uh, I was recognized at a, at a, uh, at a, a bar uh, because they asked me, why do you have a man bag? And yep. I said... Because I have Manscaped wipes in there. And they said, well, that's awesome. Why do you have ball wipes in there? And I was like, well, because I have balls and and I want to keep them clean. On the way into Allegiant Stadium to see the show in Vegas that I went to, uh, they had a list of bags, sizes and bags that you could not bring in, right? And I have a very small 
Oh, you got a small bag. Sling bag, right? In my sling bag, I have a, uh, a phone charger. Mm-hmm. If I need that, I have some ball wipes. Mm-hmm. If I need that, I have um, a cable for my phone charger. And I usually put my phone in my wallet. That's it. As well as a bunch of stickers that say, what's your bacon? Indeed. A lot of what's your bacon stickers. Yeah, I have those too. So, I'm on my way in. And uh, we're standing in this crazy line. Because Allegiant Stadium, I will tell you, it's a brand new stadium in Vegas. And their organization sucks ass. (laughs) Fuck that place. So... We wait in this massive humanity to get to the front of the line. We get to the front of the line. We finally get there. They go, you can't bring your bag in. And I go, okay, can I check it somewhere? And they said, sure. Across the street, you got to leave the line, go all the way across the street, and find the bag check area to check your bag. Now, uh, pardon. this is at 3.30. There are thousands of people in line. Joan Jet starts at 4.30. And we have to be in at a certain time so that Otherwise, we yeah. have the opportunity to get up on the stage to watch from side stage. Right? Because if we are too late, then that opportunity is gone. Now, it's cool. We don't have to watch from side stage. But I got my brother with me, and I really want to be able to do that for him. I think it sure. would be a cool thing. So I'm like, shit. So I leave the line leave the place, go across the street to go check my bag. The line for checking your bag is as long as the line to get into the venue. And I'm like, if I stand in this line, I'm not getting into the venue until after Joan starts. We're not getting on stage. We're not doing any of this. So in my brain, I'm like, okay, I have to make a decision now. Is it more important for me to be able to get my brother on stage to watch this show and have that experience than it is to keep this bag. And it is. <laughs> yeah. It is more important. Uh, you can always buy another bag. You know, like, yeah. it sucks. I bought an air bag. They're expensive. AER. Not a sponsor, but great bags. Um, so I'm like, shit. <laughs> this, this sucks. So I'm putting everything in my pockets. So my pockets are now gigantic because yes. I have a phone charger and a phone. Mm-hmm. And stickers, and my wallet, and yep. cables, yep. and like you know whatever was in that bag. all the things whatever was in that bag. And I'm walking back, and my brother's waiting for me, and he was like, "What happened?" And I was like, um, "This ain't gonna happen. We got to figure something out." And I literally go, "Okay, maybe we can hide it somewhere." And my brother goes, "Okay." Uh, let's go over by the parking lot. We go over by the parking lot, and there's little bushes. And he takes it, and he slides it under this, like, fern-looking bush, and you could totally see it. You could totally see the bag, and I'm like, this thing's getting stolen. And uh, and he's like, it's either getting stolen or someone's going to call in a bomb threat because they just saw us place a bag next to the arena and then walk away from it. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, we're taking both of those chances. So... I'm, like, resigned to the fact that, like, okay, I've lost my bag. That sucks. You know, it's over a $100 bag. I don't have money. This sucks. I have to get back in line to get into the venue now, which Uh also sucks. I now have giantly full pockets of just bullshit that I wish I didn't bring with me. So that also sucks. So we 
we go through go through security get in and it's like okay cool whatever we have floor seats so we go into the venue go to the 50 yard line walk down the steps walk to the lady to let us on the floor and she goes oh you need a uh you need a, a wristband to get on the floor and i go yeah i figured you would give that to me because you work here and she was like no you have to go to the wristband area and i was like oh where is that and she goes oh you have to go outside the stadium and go around the side of the building and there's a line and i was like are you fucking kidding me and now it's quarter to four so we have to leave the venue again after we already stood in line to get in. We had to leave the venue, go outside of the venue, walk outside. There's a line of like 500 people that have floor seats. We go to the back of this line and we're standing there. It's now four o'clock. It is then 4.15. It is then 4.25. It is then 4.30 and I start to hear Joan Jett playing and I'm like, we ain't getting on the stage. This sucks. I'm texting my buddy Beef. Mm-hmm. Shout out Beef. Who is... The best roadie ever, by amazing. the way. Amazing. And he's waiting for us so that he can bring the us The greatest up. roadie ever. Greatest roadie ever. Yes. Greatest underscore roadie underscore Absolutely. ever. Absolutely. Find him. Shout him out. Beef. You're my man. So he's waiting for us and, and waiting for, like, he's got a group of people that he's going to bring up on stage, and we're among that group. So if we're late, the group's got to go. That's it. So we're waiting in this line outside, and, like, people in the line are starting to complain because it's literally, there's there's two lines. Now, they could have done a lot of things. They could have had a line for people with bags and a line for people without bags. Right. They could have had a line for people with floor. They could have had signs that let you know where to go. Allegiant Stadium, you suck. You absolutely suck. You are the shits. You are the drizzling shits. The organization there is awful. My brother, while we were in line, went online and applied for a job running fucking that part of the stadium. He was like, this is so bad that I'm going to apply for a job here and fix this shit. So we finally get in. Uh, we After waiting in that long-ass line... There's, there's five people giving out bracelets to 500 people in line. The opener band is already done, so everybody missed them. Joan is like two songs in. Thankfully, she has a long intro, right? So she's two songs in. We get there. I'm texting Beef. He's waiting. We get there just in time. He brings us up on stage. We get on the side stage, and we're there, right? So... Aside from all that, like, my bag's fucking hidden under a bush. We fucking waited to get in line. We had to go to another line. We were in and out, in and out. We see the show. The show's amazing. Right behind us, sitting at the show, mm-hmm. is an entire row of Canadians. Oh. Who think I'm in Imagine Dragons. Oh, cool. Well, that's So good. I continuously have the people asking me to take photos with them. And I don't know why, but every time someone takes a photo with me, I take a photo and I hand him a sticker that says, what's your bacon? And I get my brother stickers that say, what's your bacon? And he's sticking them on every seat and he's putting them everywhere. <laughs> right? And then they're like, what's, what's your bacon? And I was like, oh, that's my podcast. Radioactive! Radioactive! <laughs> and, and finally they were like, they were like, you're playing here tomorrow night, right? And I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> and they were like, 
oh, we thought you were in Imagine Dragons. <laughs> and I was like, that explains why you wanted photos with me. And they were like, oh, you're not in Imagine Dragons? It's like, not even a little. I'm not like, even, I would. Right, I, yeah. I like, would. I'm happy to join Imagine Dragons if that's what they want. Yeah. But uh, they haven't approached me as of yet. <laughs> so I'm not in Imagine Dragons. And so I started telling them about the podcast, and they were very interested in the podcast. And they were like, we're going to listen to the podcast, and we're going to call in, and we're going to find you and text you, and, and, and we're going to send in messages for the podcast. So I'm waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting for my Canucks. They were right behind me at the concert to call in, but there are photos of them on my Instagram and on the Bakers of my podcast Instagram. Check it out. Indeed. Uh, Without and, for, and they're listen. There. And then it was a great story. Well, end of the story, we get out of the concert at like eleven something. We walk out, we walk over to the bush, and my bag is there. Great success. I would have made them wait. I would have made them wait to see if that bag was still there. Yeah. Uh, So, Lindsay Paranormal hanging out with us. Yeah. Talking paranormal stuff. Paranormal. Having a good time. Yeah. Do it now. Let's do it. Son of a bitch. Now. Now. Bring us in with that sweet, sweet bear tone. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Bacon. This is my podcast. Hot. No. I'm not going to try and match what you did. You did on the seven questions on StrangerHoodTV.com. I was straight ripping you off. So. The last one I did was pretty good, but you threw me off my game. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> To bacon is my podcast. Where today? Oh, we have a guest. We have two guests. We, have, we just had a dog in front. There was a dog yeah. here. Sorry, it just just threw me off everything. <laughs> we have Lindsay Paranormal and her pup. What, what, what's the pup's name? Kiki. Kiki. Oh, She's Lindsay a rescue. Paranormal and, and Kiki. That's that's awesome. So uh, we are yeah, dog people. We're dog people. So yeah. that that completely throws us off everything as soon as we see a cute pup. It makes it coming. so much better. Yeah, she has to be like on my lap at all times, or else she has a panic attack. She's a rescue, so she's a little. A little crazy, oh, okay. like me. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. How long? How long have you had her? Oh, a while. I don't know. I got her when she's four. She's probably like twelve now. Oh, oh wow. wow. Okay. okay. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, we have Lindsay Paranormal. Yeah. Who, Welcome, uh, Lindsay and Kiki. Is a uh, on Instagram. Who is on YouTube? Who does paranormal things? If you didn't guess by her name, yes, Paraflix. If you want to go check out her show, Third Eye Paranormal. Yes. Um, it's like it's like Netflix, but three bucks and all paranormal shit. Yes, right. it's actually worth getting. They have movies, cool. everything. Yeah, I I still haven't I haven't jumped in yet. Um, we were talking with them for a little bit, and and I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, but we were talking with them a little bit about you know maybe doing doing, doing something together. Doing a thing. But uh, uh, we're like we're really fortunate enough to like we had Patty on, we've had you on, so you know so far it's worked out. Yeah, but absolutely. we need to get on it. So Lindsay, how are you? I'm doing really good. How are you guys? Doing we're awesome. okay. We're awesome. we're yeah. we're excited to have you on. Um, I love your happy freaking Halloween. Thanks. I yes. love your hat. Thank it's you. It's Halloween right now when this episode drops mm-hmm. although it's not halloween right now right i don't have like a i still want to talk about this hat i still want to talk yeah about yeah this hat. let's talk about, let's where, talk hats what where do we get this and and what is it does it what's it say i can't read so this one says moon child like around the mm-hmm. side i have another one but just like moon faces around it i come from um it's a local store here in vegas but they have it online it's called blasphemy boutique 
they have the coolest stuff ever. I love that store. Oh, nice. I wish I would have known that when I was there. I would have gone. Yeah. 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 Next time. Yeah. Next time for sure. So what's, what's cool is I found out through our seven questions that she, despite living in Las Vegas right now, uh, is a fellow Long Islander. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Uh, I didn't, I had no yeah. idea. Mm -hmm. So, um, how much, like, I know you like hockey. How much does it suck uh, to be mm -hmm. a, an Islander fan? <laughs> I'm a Rangers fan. Oh, well, then you don't have a problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't jump on the Vegas Golden Knights bandwagon either. I'm sticking like true to my roots, and I'm still a Rangers fan. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I know that. I know that the uh, Vegas had like they were an expansion team, and they shouldn't have ice. Well, let's let's be real. But they Vegas, won. Vegas shouldn't have a hockey team, but still, well, <laughs> they Vegas. do, and they won. <laughs> and they won. Uh, that's like, pretty how awesome. Does that, how, how would it? Feel to be the team that lost to the Vegas team. You're like, oh, it's like 100 degrees there all the time. <laughs> oh, cool. There's your ice. Yeah, we actually have really good ice rinks here, though. Ever since they made um, the new team, they built like multiple new ice rinks, which is great for me because you know, I before they didn't really have hockey in general. It was that was oh. Kiki. That wasn't me. <laughs> Kiki's, Kiki's making moves. Kiki's making moves. She did. She she knocked over the whole Ouija board. She was like, "Not today, Satan." That's what she just said. Uh you can't knock over a Ouija board. It's bad, isn't it? Well, it's bad, uh, isn't it? Uh, I never heard of that. Is that like a superstitious thing? I don't know. He just made that up. He just didn't like it happening. Okay. Right. It yeah, just seems like it would be a weird thing. It's a bad thing. I think it's, it's I can't see it being good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's probably not a positive. Yeah. Like, oh, I knocked over a Ouija board. Cool. <laughs> nice move. You know, like that's not. <laughs> um, so obviously you're in your room and you've got a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh one of the things that you do on YouTube, your YouTube page is actually go through some of the haunted items that you own. Mm -hmm, yeah. So I, what, what, what is like, what's the, your piece de resistance. Yeah. The piece that, that you own that you're like, I uh, have this. I have, well, this is my like most common one. I post on like TikTok and stuff all the time. This is my haunted yes, doll that I've I acquired a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. She um, is very mischievous, but I got her online and I was like super skeptical about it. Like I'm a believer, but I'm also like skeptical and I want to make sure like it's paranormal. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, ever since I got her, like the day I got her stuff started happening in my house. So this is like my main haunted piece. But this room is like full of haunted items. So like when you get a whole bunch of haunted items, you throw them all like you got the Zach Bagans Museum and he, mm -hmm. he always has like... He has his episodes that he shuts down for the night and they hang out and they mess around with a couple of the items and shit just happens all over the place. Mm -hmm. Like you have a house, you have all the things in one room. Does it stay contained to the room or no. does it just, yeah. No, I would, I would want it to stay contained to this room. That's kind of why I put everything in this room, but I have stuff happen in my house all the time. Like the other night, my bathroom sink turned itself on in the middle of the night, which was a little spooky. I love haunted stuff. I just don't like when it happens in my house. Right. <laughs> yeah. You fill yeah. the room with haunted items. I know. It's like a love hate thing. Like I want to have yeah. them. I just wish it wouldn't like affect my house, but I guess I can't have both. 
doesn't yeah. does uh so so is there anything you can do to contain things to one room you know like you watch so people like people that put, watch like this, a nail, like well, a, people that watch this are gonna like uh, that that don't get into the supernatural thing, but kind of like watch shows that have to do with supernatural stuff, like the show Supernatural. Can you put salt around the bottom of the door and keep things from coming out and crossing the boundaries? Is there things that you can do, or is it like, yo, there's shit in the house, and it's gonna be in the house, it's gonna do it at once. Yeah, I mean, you can try. Like, I've tried, but I think it only lasts so long. Like, I always try to set my intention. Like, I talk out loud to the ghosts in my house all the time, like a crazy person. But that's, I, No, that's not a crazy person. That's, that's what you got to do. Yeah. That's yeah. what you have to do. Whatever works. But, yeah, I'm a witch, so I do, like, a lot of stuff with, like, herbs or flowers or, like you said, salt. But the problem with the salt is I was going to put it on the ground around the room, but then I was like, my kiki's going to eat it. So that right. was kind yeah, of a yeah. deterrent. Uh, that's, yeah. That makes sense, yeah. Because I do have, like, the black salt. I have, like, black water, which is, like, um, almost like a protector water. Like, you can put it around your house. Like, I would put mm -hmm. it around the outside, but I'm not going to put it on my carpet because then that's going to be black. So I just right, ran into right. some trouble trying to contain things to this room, I guess. Um, one thing. So you you like to be in these haunted locations, and you like to be the one to sleep alone. Like I, I, I know that like on every show, there's always that, that person that's like, okay, so-and-so you're going to be going to the basement alone. You're going to mm -hmm. be the one going to the attic alone and stuff like that. Here you are, you have your own show and you're like, Oh no, I want to be that person. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's my thing. What, what, why? <laughs> And why like that's like crazy that's awesome and but but like why 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 are you that person it's funny because i i ask myself that sometimes i'm like you know why am i doing this like i just do it and sometimes i don't really like think about what i'm doing and when i sit and reflect i think it's like a couple different reasons i think one like i want to have that experience um to almost like prove to myself that it's real like, I believe in all this stuff, but over time, like, I have to keep proving it to myself. And I don't know what that is or why I feel that way. Um, yeah, because I've had so many experiences. Like, I know something paranormal is happening. I don't know what it is or why exactly or, you know, what the afterlife even is. But I just always, like, have to have that experience to keep proving it to myself almost. I don't even want to, like, convince other people at this point. Like, that's not my goal. I feel like people either believe it or they don't. And I feel like usually they don't believe it until they have their own personal experience, which I had very young. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm just proving it to myself and kind of like that adrenaline rush at the same time could be part of it. Right, right. Yeah. Now, I, I read that, um, so you started seeing spirits at seven. Is, is yeah. Where it's, um, so do you... Was it like, do you remember the first time or the first spirit or was it something that you were just kind of like becoming aware of gradually and that's your first kind of memory for it? No, I have like a very, like, I can still remember it very clearly. My first, It was around when I was seven. I think I did see things before then, but I don't really remember before I was seven much. Right. Um, but yeah, I remember really clearly when I was seven, I, it was right after my great grandma passed and I was really close with her, but I feel like I didn't fully understand death yet. So I wasn't like sad about it. I just knew like she wasn't here. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I remember looking into my hallway one morning and I saw like a woman walk into my sister's room. And I was just so confused because I knew my sister was sleeping. And in my head, I knew that didn't look like my sister. So I went in there, checked she was sleeping. So I went to my mom and I described to her exactly what I saw, what the person was wearing. And apparently I described the dress that my great grandma was buried in, which I was not aware of. It was a specific dress for that burial. So I had seen that. So Mm -hmm. I think I kind of freaked my mom out a little bit, but um, it didn't scare me because it was like, you know, my grandma, it was weird to me. And then after that, I just wanted to see more because I was confused. Like, how did I see that? Who is that? How are they here? Because they're dead. And then I had all those questions in my head. That's awesome. That's interesting. How do you how do you feel that like so saying that you're still like you, you're you're a believer, but you're also skeptical. Right. And you want to mm-hmm. and you want that proof and you want to know. Um, I think that's a personally I enjoy talking to somebody and watching somebody that has a skeptical mindset to begin with while they're doing this, because um I don't know. I can't, I can't get into talking to somebody that's got a hard line of no. And I also find it weird to talk to somebody that has a hard line of like, everything's possible and real. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I like the idea of somebody that's like, yeah, I'm, I'm open to everything. Uh, mm-hmm. But here's where my skepticism comes in. How do you feel that that has kind of like guided you and, and, and helped you to kind of like, determine what things to pay attention to and what things to kind of cast aside as, you know, like in, in your proving things to yourself and you, and you experiencing things, uh, how has that helped you decide where to place things on the, like, this is something and this isn't line? Yeah. I guess that's like a gray area, you know, that's why I use like equipment because I'm very intuitive and I still see spirits but sometimes I'm like, I need backup proof, which is like where mm-hmm. the equipment comes in. Cause like if I'm seeing something and then at the same time, like a piece of equipment is going off, that's kind of hard to disprove. I'm like, okay, right. yeah, it's yeah. like kind of confirmation. So I like doing a bit of both. Cause like the Ouija board, you know, like someone could just be moving it on their own. But when say I have a REM pod next to it and then that goes off at the same time, I'm like, Hey, like something's going on here. Yeah. I, so one, one thing that I'm like, super super into is like uh, I'm a musician and I do recording and all that stuff so gear is my like thing and uh, you know we watched a few shows and uh, Katie Stafford is part of those shows and he develops a lot of these things Um, but I've heard you say in the past like if you want to get into it get a recorder and just experience it yourself Um, but now that you're neck deep in all this stuff, um, what's your go-to piece of equipment? Like, what's the, like, is it a spirit box? Is it, you know, like, Patty has these two little metal... The dowsing rods? Those are Yeah, th- those are, like, those are her thing. Like, what? what's your go-to piece of equipment? Um, I don't have, like, one go-to, and that's only because I feel like at different locations, the spirits react differently with different pieces of equipment. Like, I bring everything with me, everything, I, everywhere I go, I'll set yeah. it all up, and, like, at one place, they'll tend to, like, like the spirit box more, but then at a different place, they're, like, they like the dowsing rods more, or they, you know, they kind of, I don't know if they don't know how to 
work certain things. Like, I don't know how it is on the other side, so I can't speak for them, but certain pieces of equipment work better at certain places. So I always kind of try it all and see what they're using the most. And then I'll kind of stick with that for the location. But I love the dowsing rods and I like starting with them because it kind of like warms up the room, I want to say, because it's like easy, kind of like yes and no questions. And then when you're holding them, you can like literally feel them move. It is really, I don't know if you've ever used them before, but no. It's a, it's trippy. I've never used them, but I've seen, I've been in the room with someone that was using we, them. Yeah. We want to do a Bacon is My Podcast. We want to do an investigation. <laughs> we want to do. Well, we want to go with somebody that, yeah. that can lead us through something like that. Like, so yeah. we're, we're all in. I'm happy to be the guy in the room. <laughs> yeah. I totally want to be that guy. I totally want to be that guy. Put me in a room by myself. Um, let me let me let me experience it. Let me figure it. You know, like I, I want to feel. I want to know. What well, I, I don't want to know. I want to feel. I want to see. I want to mm-hmm. experience all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, at least you're oh. open to it. I feel like that helps. Like when people are so closed off to it, they you know things tend to not happen as much. Like I brought a- along certain people, certain places, and you'll notice like things kind of will stop happening when certain people are around. It's strange. That's weird. Like yeah. See, like, for for me, so Jen, my wife, she's she's super sensitive. She's not she's not quite, uh, you know, she's definitely an empath. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's the best way to say it. Mm-hmm. And she could feel all that stuff. And like, you know, even things like we went to a venue to go see a show, and we found this back corner bar that nobody was in and had private bathrooms. You had like. A thousand people back there, but like nobody wanted to go back that way. And it was like, oh, cool. This is great. It's an open bar. It's great. You know, like I don't have to wait for a drink and I don't have to wait for the bathroom. And she's like, well, it's haunted in here. And she's, I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, no, it's, it's haunted here. I was like, let's go ask the bartender. Sure enough. It, he's like, yeah, you know, there was a, an old, like the original bartender. He loved this place and he fucks with everybody. He, he will, you know, He'll like you'll he'll turn around, he'll open a beer, put it on the put it on the bar, and then go to mix a drink, turn around, the bar the, the beer will be like on the other side. <laughs> That's like, wild. Where what, is what, this? Um that was in Connecticut. That was Toad's place. So it was on uh not Harvard, but uh, Yale. Yale campus. Um so like that she picked out. We went to a uh we went to a place like a house with our family and upstairs she's like okay listen i i want you to like walk into all of these rooms and tell me which room feels different and i walked into the one room and uh, come i came out and i'm like this one feels like a little off she's like yes something something's wrong with this room like mm. there's something up so like that's uh she she's really turned me on to all of that like being open about that kind of stuff um you you said that you're not uh, like psychic, but you do have uh, those yes and no. Well. Yeah, I don't like call myself psychic because I don't know how to turn it on and off. But every psychic I go to always pick up. They're like, you are like gifted. Like there's certain times when I'll just know something about somebody, no idea how it just like pops in my head, but I don't know how to control it. 
And I know, like, if I worked on it, they say that you can kind of, like, tame it more and control it and know how to turn it on and off more. For me, it just happens when it happens. And I'm like, that that was weird. How did I know that? Yeah. I, yeah, it's definitely something you got to work on. Are, are you going to – do you feel like you want to? Or do you feel like the path that you've taken has made you open enough that the rest of the way is how you enjoy – taking it in yeah i mean i'm good with how it is now i mean i don't know how much like because i see spirits a lot like it's hard to sleep at night because i feel like they know i can see them and they come to me like often so that gets a little like frustrating that's when i wish i knew how to like completely turn it off so i could sleep at night um or not right. getting woken up in the middle of the night like screaming because i think someone broke in my house because i see a man in the corner kind of right. thing so right, right. um but yeah, I mean, I would like to have be more gifted. I mean, why not? I, like, I already have it halfway there. So, how how does one like? So you were saying like working on it, and you were saying working on it. How what a like? How does that work? How do you work on something like that if it's such a? It's kind of an abstract, just being open to things thing. How do you? take steps to kind of be better at something that's so kind of undefinable. So it's interesting because the, the psychic medium that I work with, I film with her sometimes, she offers like classes for that. And I don't know what those classes involved. I haven't done them mm -hmm. yet, but I know that like when I'm more into the paranormal stuff and like, or meditating, like that stuff turns it on more for me in my head. I notice. Okay. But the more, like, if I'm going, like, haunted to location to the next, to the next, like, it's, like, turned on. But, like, if I'm kind of, like, going about my normal routine, like, working a lot or not thinking about it, it tones down. So I don't know if maybe it's, like, concentrating it or like, practicing it more. I don't know what, like, classes like that involve, but they do offer them. So I would be curious to try it just to see what it would do. Commercial What's up guys, gonna talk to you a little bit about our sponsors real quick. Just wanna start off with grillyourassoff.com. If you are going into grilling season like we are, then you know that you always need a little rub. You always need a little sauce. You need something that's gonna help your grilling get better. Help those chicken breasts, right? Ooh. They get a little dry sometimes. You wanna make sure you're saucing them up. You wanna make sure those ribs have got a nice dry rub and a sauce rub, go to grillyourassoff.com, check it out, I've used their stuff, it's delicious, 10% off with the promo code BACON. Another place you can go to to get 10% off with that promo code, drinkwildbills.com. Mm. They've got delicious sodas, they've got all sorts of different flavors from sarsaparilla to birch beer to you name it. You got your root beers. You got your cream sodas. You got your cream sickles. Yeah. Uh, Sugar-free for you guys. Sugar-free. the waistline. Indeed. And also, they've got some great jerky stuff. They've mm. got oh, the brisket bites are A+. Plus. Indeed. A+. Plus. And if you go there, go to drinkwildbills.com. Use the promo code BACON. Get 10% off. 
one more place you can use that same promo code BACON is our oldest sponsor, Poddex. If you're a podcaster, if you're a budding interviewer, if you're just somebody that has a hard time talking to people every now and then or want to do something fun with your friends, check out poddex.com. They have these decks of cards, 50 cards per deck, 50 questions. Check it out. Learn things about your friends. Learn things about people. Learn how to talk a little bit more and be a little bit more comfortable. Always use the promo code BACON. Again, to get 10% off your order, they got cool swag too. Indeed. And last but not least, of course, always frame the balls. Mm, yes. Is that what you do? Frame the balls. Frame the balls? Well, you could. You could frame the balls. You could. Though. You could. But if you got a bush, it's just not. It's the summer. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Yeah. Use the lawnmower 4.0. Use the perfect package and go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code BACONPOD. You get 20% off your order. And they've got all sorts of great stuff. If you're a guy who's looking to feel so fresh and so clean. Indeed. And not only do you get 20% off, but you also get free shipping. Free shipping? Shine up those balls. Get rid of that bush. Clean yourself up. And if you don't clean yourself up, start. Yeah. Bacon Pod. 20% off. Free shipping. Check it out. Thank you to our sponsors. Thanks for hanging out. What's your bacon? Hi, my name is Patty Negri. I am a psychic, medium, and good witch. And I am consuming Bacon is my podcast. Yeah, I know that um, there are quite of like, there's a bunch of different like workshops you can do and online workshops and stuff like that. We've looked into it. Stuff. Well, that's, yeah, but that's my, that's my question is it's like, it's so if it's, because it's such a thing where like you you have an openness to it and you have a connection to it and that connection is developed as you grow and as you experience things um it's interesting to me to to think like okay so there's i could take class a class in that (laughs) but that also sets off my like oh that's bullshit like that's an easy way that's an easy way to like bullshit people you know, so what I, are what are some real methods that people can use, or, or you know, I like, think I think a if you're lot going of into a situation where you're like, I'm going to pay this person to show me how to be more open to paranormal things. How do you know that that's? I I have I think that a lot of our, especially for you and I, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of our like, you can take class to do this successfully, right. Being musicians, how many of those have we done? <laughs> like, right. How many of those it's, have we been it's ripped like, off at? Cool. <laughs> you can you could be great at, at being a musician if you just do this and you're like, cool, here's my money, and then right. we leave and we have less than we came in with. Right. You and leave with less money. I, I, I do think that there are like, hey, listen, music is one thing. Um Marketing classes, you take things away from marketing classes. Uh, you know, there are classes you take things away from. I do think that if you're tapped into something and you feel like me personally, I I don't know if I would get anything out of those classes because I've been called a little bit of a spiritual idiot in the past. <laughs> like, 
like I like I don't know what what the fuck I'm doing. But, I almost like, feel like most I feel like most kids are gifted. You notice that how kids always yes. see ghosts. Oh, and my I, kids all the time. See, and I and I feel like at that at some point that kind of gets shut off. So I wonder if in classes there's some way that you can revert back in your mind and like I think I think that has a lot to do with it because uh, you know like like you said kids are more in tune with it and it hasn't been taught out of them yet right beaten out of them right yeah so it's like can you teach it yeah Yeah. like like our generation it was kind of like no 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 but like with my kids they they do see things and they gavin's drawn things and i've Mm -hmm. sent them to patty and you know like hey is he seeing shit (laughs) what does he draw what is he seeing Oh, he he sees like like glowing, uh, like little glowing flames and ball things and stuff. Yeah, like orbs, uh, almost. Almost like orbs, but like more like almost like little quick flames when he hmm. closes his eyes, and it's it's something. It's it's something within him, but we're not. We're absolutely not trying to close him off on. It, yeah. You know? Whereas, whereas like. He's like, I'm scared of it. And we're like, don't be scared of it. There's nothing threatening in this house. Like, you can open up to it. Because, like, we've done the research. We figured it out. You know, like, whereas when I was a kid, it's like, man, I'm scared of this. And they're like, just go to bed. Yeah. (laughs) Just relax and go to bed. Like, like when when kids have, like, imaginary friends. Yeah. Right. It's it's not real. Stop stop being um silly uh that kind of stuff gets right into you you know like you're making it up it's fantasy it's because you read too many books or watched this show or something like that so it's explained away so as you grow up you start to like those explanations kind of build up and you're kind of like oh i saw this because I watched that show that day and something yeah. happened in my brain and I created it. So mm-hmm. you, you create this ball around you of explaining everything away. And then you close yourself off to experience because you're immediately being like, as soon as you start to have one, you're like, ah, this isn't real because it's so you, you, you yeah. explain it away before you give it a chance to do anything. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it's, maybe it has something to do with kind of like opening you more up to that. Mm-hmm. I think meditations, like things like that, those kind of exercises probably kind of clearing your mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We give him this fun guided meditation every evening. That's what he, that's what he sleeps to. Uh, It's the, the enchanted forest with eeny, meeny, miny and mo. That sounds fun. It's on Spotify. Yeah, that sounds fun. It's pretty, it's pretty I might try that tonight. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's legit. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, So, so, when you go out on investigations, uh, people worry about attachments and things like that. You have haunted things in your house and stuff, but do you have any uninvited guests in your house right now? I I think I do right now. So I recently did a story time episode and it was supposed to be about me introducing Shelly. It's like a full uh, like 25 minute episode I have up on YouTube, but I was trying to communicate with her. I introduced her, told her backstory, and then I pulled out the spirit box. I had equipment set up, and a man kept coming through, like, on the spirit box. 
And then I was trying to explain to the audience how I ke- I've seen a man in here before. And anytime I've used a spirit box in my house, a man always comes through. Like he won't let anyone else talk. And as soon as I mentioned the man, the REM pod next to me, the little thing with the antenna, if you touch it, it yeah. beeps really loud. That started going crazy. And it was there the whole time I was filming. It didn't go off once until I mentioned the man. And then all of the equipment started going off and then everything started getting really crazy. So I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to shut this down now. We're done here. Because I, um, I didn't expect that. That's not what the episode was even supposed to be about. So yeah, there's apparently a man here. And I asked the question if I brought him home from a haunted location. And he said yes. Um, it was like a clear yes that came through, um, but he didn't tell me where or what his name was. So that's all the information I got so far. <laughs> that's that. We're yeah. still, we're still uh, feeling determined it. on that feeling one. Out. Uh, like recently, um, a we don't have a lot of friends that are like into the paranormal stuff. Like we have a few, um, but r- more recently. Uh, a friend's girlfriend is very intuitive, very into it and stuff. We invited her over for a party and last night or no, two nights ago. Yeah, no, no, last night. She was like, oh yeah, no, no, you have, there's somebody in your house. Like, So we bought this house. Jen was like, it's completely clear of any kind of stuff. And that's what attracted me to it most. But this girl's like, no, no, somebody has come in here. And like mm-hmm. I haven't gone on investigations or anything. So like right. but um it could be from anywhere though. It could be like yeah. that haunted bar you went to or like really like literally anywhere, a hotel right. room or Yeah. I don't know. I feel it's energy kind of, almost like, everywhere I go, even if it's not like bad. Sometimes it's it's good energy, sometimes it's neutral, but almost everywhere I go and it's like gotten more intense over the years. Like it's hard to stay at most hotels because I go in there and I just feel all the energy of like different people that have been there or it's strange. Well, yeah, it's just a, a basically an energy factory at that point. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. so many different people. So what, yeah. what was it for you that made you like, so there's, there's a, um, there's a step that you take at some point from I'm experiencing these things. I'm doing these things. I'm interested in these things. And then there's the step that's made to be like, okay, I'm going to make this into kind of like my thing. I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a YouTube page. I'm going to make mm-hmm. a, a TikTok. I'm going to create this. I'm going to make a, like also make a business out of this. I'm going to try and like, um, I'm going to try and monetize this experience and share it with people as well. What was it that kind of like made you kind of make that switch and kind of bring it over and be like, this is what I'm going to kind of do. Um, it's, that started like after I had moved to Vegas. So I've always like explored haunted places, but it was just for my own like enjoyment more so than like filming. And this was before I used like equipment. Um, I just went in like intuitively just for the experience. So Long Island, I don't know if you're familiar with like Kings Park and like Pilgrim State, the haunted abandoned asylum. So growing up, I was, we're in in bands. So every band has done. A photo shoot. A photo shoot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So yeah, those places are freaking haunted though. And I would I would, you know, go into there at night growing up. Um, my friend had an extremely haunted house growing up that was in Riverhead and there was a graveyard next door where the family was buried that all died in that house. So we would do seances and stuff like that. So 
um, that was prior to me moving to Vegas. After I moved to Vegas, there's just like a lot of cool local spots. And I'm like, let me just start recording my experience. And I kind of got the idea just from watching like ghost shows on TV. And I was like, I feel like I could do this. So I just kind of, you know, started slowly getting equipment and getting like acquainted with those and seeing how they worked. And then also trying to combine it with like my usual, like intuitive method. Um, so yeah, that, that's been going for quite a few years now, but I've, I kind of like neglected it for a while. And then more recently I'm like, okay, I'm going to start really pushing this and being consistent. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, you do a lot of stuff. You are a social media influencer. You're also a realtor. Yes. Uh, I am. And you are a hockey player. Like, yes. A legit hockey player. Yeah. So like, what is so you do all those things uh you do hockey i'm assuming at a relatively high level right like i'm on a league here it's a it's a lower league because i don't want to like get so physical that i'm like you know because i'm playing for fun but i do tournaments so i travel sometimes i was just in long beach for um like a three-day tournament over there and that was really rough i got pretty injured so um, I'm still playing right now, but I have to like be careful cause I got a skate to my elbow and it like sliced me open. Yeah. Like someone essentially like skated on my elbow. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was leaking out blood everywhere. It was pretty, tr- I, they said I needed stitches, but I was like, eh, I don't want to go to the hospital. So I just like wrapped it up. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ice and stretch. What, what, so like you do all these things. What is that thing? What is that bacon in your life that you, you like yeah, what's your escape what's your escape from all that stuff that's the paranormal for sure 100 percent. that's that's yeah. what that is for me like i would love to make it into like a full-time job but even just doing it for no money like i love doing that and mm-hmm. it's just like part of my personality now like it just that's just so me like i i can't ever picture not going to haunted places and because i mean i feel the energy like i said before like it's just part of my life now and i like truly enjoy doing it like i love going i love traveling to other states and like the second i get to a haunted location it's just like a kid in disneyland like it's just so much fun to me one thing one thing i wanted to like i was always wondering because you know jen and i we we talked about doing like trips and doing paranormal things and stuff like that and you watch all these shows and it's like, well, this per this person kept this open for paranormal experiences. And it's like, okay. So then how do they keep it open? I was like, because they fucking charge people. <laughs> like, yeah. A lot. So what, what does like the average location cost? And like, what, how do you usually deal with it? Do you do like a, do you do di- like a situation where you, you pool it with a bunch of other people a lot of people different- do that. Yeah, a lot of people do like try to split it because most like large locations, like if you're not talking about just like a hotel room or something, like right. for example, like Goldfield Schoolhouse, something like that is 500 a night. Um, I know that some of the bigger influencers, sometimes they don't charge them. Like, right. so, it depends. Of, yeah. But I would say like, even like when I did Goldfield Hotel, it was... I think they were trying to charge us like 1200. I split it with one other team of two guys. 
Um, I think we got it for like 800 in the end, but it's so much money. I was like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It, it's like, you got to have a budget for it, I guess. I just pay out of my own pocket because I enjoy the experience. But recently I made my merch, which I told everyone, like anything they purchase, like all that money goes right back into my filming, like location fees or right. anything else I spend money on for that, which helps. But yeah, places be taxing. It's crazy. And like, I mean, I guess I got to stay open, but how much rent do they have to pay for like an old schoolhouse, you know? Right. I don't think yeah. That, not that you much. Know, that's, that's, that's something that people might not realize too, that like watch and they see well, these things. Well, it's like, shit like that. Right. They, but people that are watching probably think that like, oh, it's a haunted place. So you just go and you go to this haunted place. No. It's like, no, people market those. People own it and yeah. they go, Someone hey. owns it and they go, oh, someone wants to come here. If you want to come here, then that means that you'll pay to come here. Guess what? A bunch of shitty things happened here. Right. I've come been trying to do more like abandoned places because those are obviously free, but you're taking the risk of like if it's private property or something. But right. I mean, I did an abandoned house in California recently, and it's scary because you don't have that security knowing that it's just yours for the night. So some man like pulled up on us and like got out of his truck, and it was like, I thought I was going to die. It was very scary. So I'm like, oh, I'll bet. pay the yeah. 500 for a. You know, a secure how you, location. How do you vet these places to make sure that it's not just somebody trying to make money off you? You know what I mean? Like, how do you like if someone's yeah. going to go visit like a, a pretend like if they pretend it's haunted? Right. Like, how much? How, I guess like you could do. Yeah, I mean, any building that's old enough, if you research it, some some dumb shit went down there. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like no matter where it is, if it's been around long enough something horrible happened there because that's just yeah. the nature of the world, you know? Um, so there's only so much research that you can do on, on that side of it. How do you, how do you know when you're like, this is a location that I want to go to, do you base it off of like lore or do you base it off of like other people going? Um, how do you make sure that you're not kind of like being taken by some owner that's just like, oh, yeah, some shit happened here? Yeah, a bit of both. Like um, if somebody that I know and trust that like their content is real, not baked, like if they've been there and had a cool experience and I'll be like, OK, cool. Sometimes you're just taking that risk. And it's been proven that a lot of like these big haunted moneymaker places are faking things like um, even right. putting in infrasound that no one would ever know if they did that. I don't know if you oh, know what shit. infrasound okay. is, but yeah, essentially a noise that they can run through the place that you cannot hear with your ears, but it gives you anxiety. Right. It, it can make you hallucinate. Um, it does all that crazy stuff to you. And you think you're having a paranormal experience when really it's just infrasound being pumped into the place. Yeah. There's, there's certain frequencies that you can play that mm -hmm. are going to give people certain feelings and also certain things that'll show up on some of your equipment then. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't audibly know like so what's what's your process for researching a place to know that that's not going to happen or is it just kind of like uh, you kind of just hopefully. have to go yeah some i've i've been to places though hoping that i've had an experience and you know traveled far like i traveled to like florida i was going there anyway but i went to a whole different part of florida to film somewhere right. and i just didn't have any experiences so i'm like you know i'm not going to fake something i'm just I'm right, just yeah. taking an L for the night and not making an episode out of it. But, you know, that mm -hmm. happens and that's okay. But, yeah, the, for the places that it's money makers, that's, that's a hard one. 
uh, to really judge. I feel like I'm good at that just because intuitively I can walk into a building and know right away for the most part if it's haunted or not just by the feeling I'm getting. So, right, right. but not everybody has that tool on them. So, yeah. So, so do your research on places, people. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah. Um, I like looking at the backstories, though. I like, I love locations with like a really crazy backstory. That's my favorite. Is there, is there a, like, is there a holy grail place that you want to visit that's like your, your top of the list? I have so many places on my list, but yeah, I've been wanting to go to the Texas Hill House or Hill the House, Axe yeah, Murder yeah. House the, or the Villisca Axe Murder House is really up there on my list. I'm surprised I haven't been there yet. It's like, you know, a, a really big hot spot. Even um, big paranormal people like on shows that I know have said like that place is a hundred percent legit. It's scary. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, speaking of awesome, how was how was your pee? It, people that right. aren't watching didn't see you leave, but we all saw you leave. He <laughs> had to pee. I had to pee. He muted it and told me like I have to pee, and I was like, "All right, go for it." Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that no, incognito, no, no, no. but he I'm never like, does. I'm he never ever ever ever. Yeah, to announce it. <laughs> it happens. I'm used to it now. Um, so speaking of awesome, awesome is uh, one of our sponsors. Yes, we have a sponsor called Poddex, and what Poddex is is for budding podcasters, for people who need to break the ice, people without verbal diarrhea like we have. Uh, and they make these decks. And within each deck has 50 cards. Within each card is a question. Why are you laughing? I'm No, please, go on. He's such an asshole. It's riveting. <laughs> I just like So what we like to do, what like we like to do is have our guests pick a deck and then a random question from the deck. So the decks you can choose from are the episode deck, episode deck two. I'm sorry, interview deck, interview deck two. <laughs> like, what? Episode deck, the uh, would you rather, what the heck, uh, what the fuck, and how dare you? Indeed. You threw me off. You're such an asshole. I'm watching you read them. <laughs> no, I didn't know. I was trying not to read them. I was trying not to. That's why I said episode. All right. So which which one, Lindsay, which one would you like to pick? What was it out of three? There was three different decks? No, no, no. There's there's seven. Oh, that there's was a lot. The, what was okay, the last so one that you said? The very last one. Six. How dare you? That one. That's the one. All right. That's the one. So. Uh, I will let you know that the How Dare You deck, as well as the other decks, it really goes from either G rating to what the fuck did you just say to me? Like, and that's it. So it could be either of those things. It could be either of those things. We'll uh, I will also Maybe. tell people within the sound of my voice that you can go to poddecks.com to check out these decks, as well as many others. They also have an app. They also have some cool swag that won't make your nipples itch. Yes. They are nice soft t-shirts. Soft tees. Right? That's what it's all I, about. I, I've said before, you. I know, I know, Jonathan, in your car right now, you went to a concert two weeks ago, and you bought a t-shirt out in the front from some dude that had it in a backpack, and that shirt tore up your nipples, and it shrank three sizes when you washed it once. They will not do that. Nope. They will not do that. They're nice and soft. 
check them out, poddex.com. If you decide to buy anything from there, please use the promo code BACON. Because everything's better with bacon. And you will get 10% off your entire order. Yes. All right. All right, here we go. I am going to fan these out. I will use the finger of power. I am going from my left to my right, your right to your left. You tell me when to stop, and that will be your question. Stop. Stopping right here. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, Lindsay, have you ever gone out without wearing a bra and underwear? Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> all right. I'm wearing them right now, though. So. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I just want well, to be professional. Before- well, you see how professional, professional for the, we are for the audio podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny because like now now Jen Jen will go like, uh, like we'll go in the backyard and she's like, oh shit, Jimmy's coming. I gotta go put a bra on. I'm like, you think he like, you've known him for free the how many nip. years? We, like, we said that matter. earlier. Yeah, you know, like free the nips. Yeah, free the nips. I it's won't fun. even notice until I hug her. And then when I hug her, I'll make it apparent. I'll be like, you ain't wearing a bra, Jen. Well, you do that. I'll do that. <laughs> he does that. I'll do that. He absolutely does. I will do that. And you know what? I'll be like, me either. Well, you, me either. Let's, we're you're hanging not, out. You're not wearing the man's ear? I'm not wearing today? the man's ear. Oh, I'm not okay. wearing the man's ear. All right. I do have undies on today. Oh, well, yeah. You got your Manscaped I got my Manscaped With the jewel pouch. Today. With the jewel pouch. Mm, yes. So. Super fantastic. important. Super important, fellas. Shave the beans. Shave the beans. Manscaped. <laughs> yes. They also have the weed twenty percent off. <laughs> weed whacker, trim those nose hairs. Um, indeed, so both of those things need to be trimmed. Indeed, um, so you're so you're from Long Island, uh, mm-hmm. so which is awesome. Like I, I had no idea. Is it awesome? Oh, okay, it's not. You you ran she away. Also <laughs> left Long Island. Which you is left awesome. Long Island, I don't, which I don't, is awesome. I don't. Miss you escaped. It. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I would. You escaped. So. I wouldn't either. Um, but like. What were some of the places that you would go to uh, to do paranormal stuff? Um, Long Island area? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. My main one was Kings Park a lot. I got in trouble a lot from going there because security got real crazy with breaking in. But I also had like a terrifying experience there. And then I kind of didn't want to go back because my friends went to boost me through a window there. And because I'm like the smallest one, I'm very short. So they're like, okay, we'll just boost you in. It'll be fine. And I was almost in the window. And then there must have been like a homeless person or someone trying to scare people in there. And they started either either a, I don't know if it was a leaf blower or a chainsaw. Because in a building, it sounds very similar. It was one of the two, though. And it started up. And I <laughs> fell out of the window so fast. We ran like crying and i don't think i went back after that i think that was like one of the last times i went there because i was like did i almost die like it was so scary but that place is fun that would turn Um, me off also yeah yeah yeah. but yeah their pilgrim state um montauk has a lot of cool places but when i lived there i was like pretty young when i was doing this and i was like i'm not going to drive all the way out to montauk by myself but that's like what stranger things is loosely based on is that area in montauk um there's Pilgrim State, which is similar to Kings Park. I would go there a lot. And then, like I said before, the haunted house that my friend had growing up, that place was insanely haunted. So I would, like, want to sleep there all the time. I was what, super excited about it. What what town? Just out of curiosity, what town was that? Riverhead. Oh, okay. So it was in Riverhead. Yeah. Like, was there, was there like, some kind of historical, like... like importance about it or um so it was like in like the book like registry of like you know historical places that they can't tear down 
So yeah. the house was that old that it was like in one of those books. Like I've looked it up recently to see if it was like still there just to make sure. It's always been my dream to go back there and actually like investigate that house. But I'm pretty sure other people live there and it would be weird if I just knocked on their door and was like, hey, is there a ghost in there still or whatever? Um, <laughs> but you yeah, the weird whole- happened. <laughs> I bet they do. They have to because that place was insane. But an entire family lived and died in that house. It was like a parent and like maybe two or three kids or some amount of kids. And like I said, they were all buried in the cemetery, which is right next door. Um, I believe their last name was like Harrison or something, if I remember correctly. But yeah, it would just be like that family. And like even my friend's dad would say like he would see the kids in the middle of the night. They would like pull the blanket off of him. Um, I saw like full body apparitions in there. Um, I guess it was just the family haunting it that was like the main backstory. But the her dad would always tell us, "Do not leave the attic light on." It was like something out of a horror movie. But he would always tell us wow. that, and he was like dead serious about it. And he was like a scary, like kind of big biker guy. And he was like, "Don't leave the attic light on." And one day he was gone, and of course we're like, "Let's go leave the attic light on and see what happens." <laughs> So, um, yeah, of course we had to. So we put the attic light on and we went in her room. It was me, her and one other friend. And we decided to have a seance. So we put a candle in the middle of us. It was just like a Bath and Body Works candle, just a normal one in the middle. And we start like having our little seance and midway the candle literally exploded. And that is still to this day, one of the craziest things that has ever happened in front of my eyes. It literally like shattered into a bunch of pieces and like the flame kind of fell on the floor. So like a little mini fire started on the carpet. So we had to put that out and we ran out of the house like crying. And then her dad came home and of course he found out what we did because we didn't want to go turn the attic light back off. So we got in some (laughs) trouble there. But yeah, that place was always a trip. So I would try to go there a lot and like, I would like love it, but then I would end up like crying and scared at the end of the night, but then I'd want to go back for more, which is still like how I am now. So, right, right, right. What is your, what is your like creme de la creme when it comes to paranormal uh, evidence that you've captured yourself? Um, One off the top of my head that stands out is, um, a more recent one when I stayed at the Garnett house in Kansas, the 1858 house hotel, um, that was still the most haunted place I've ever been to. Um, before going there, I've never physically seen something like move in front of my eyes. I thought that was just like in movies. I feel like things have moved, but it's always like in the other room and you're like, I didn't see it. So how did that happen? Um, but all night dolls were getting thrown, thrown off shelves. Things were moving like on cue. And one of, uh, in that episode, I have like a lot of footage like that of things like physically moving. And one of them is when I was going to go to sleep in the room upstairs with the attic hole in the ceiling, no one's ever slept up there before. So I was like, of course I'm going to sleep in there. Um, so yeah, I tried to sleep and the guy, the owner was there, which is a good friend of mine. He was actually on the show ghost adventures. He's the tech guy for them. And he was saying goodnight to me. And as soon as he went to walk away, a ball launches itself out of the attic hole, like towards him. And I was just like in disbelief. I was like, there's no way, like, how did that just happen? Like, it just made no sense That's to great. me, but I caught it on camera. I have the clip on my Instagram and, and TikTok of that. And then the, in the actual episode, there's another camera angle. So you can see it a little better. That's on Paraflix. But yeah, that, that was really crazy. And I was so glad I was recording. I knew something was going to happen. That's why I put cameras in the room when I was sleeping. So that was that was a crazy capture. 
it's wow. so funny. Like I love I love watching that kind of stuff happen because people go, Oh yeah, well it could be done with trick strings and this and that. And it's just like Oh no, yeah, people you kinda, they always say you it's kind of watch you you can watch certain things like you don't just yank something with a string. Like like you can see where the force is coming from when you watch something get opened or when you get watch something fall over and it's like no, you, that wasn't pulled with a string. That was that well, was some things look punched. different. Things look different when they're pulled than when they're pushed. Yeah. Oh, or it's punched. hard because like we could have obviously like had someone in the attic that did it, but right. I mean, all that matters is what I was there and I experienced it. And like, if yeah. people believe it, they believe it. If they don't, they don't. Because I put it on TikTok, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, that is so fake," and I'm like, "That's even scarier because it really wasn't." I'm <laughs> like, I really right, was right. there, and that was terrifying. Like, all right, you can think it's fake all you want. Yeah. Um, I noticed you have a tattoo on the palm of your hand. Yeah, I do. Is that <laughs> it? A, was not. Is that a planchette? Is that a no? That? I have fuzz all over my hand, but it um, it's it was not professionally done. It's like an a triangle with an eye. In it. Okay, I got gotcha. you. That's what it's supposed to be. I was it was when I first moved to Vegas. I was like twenty one, and I was drunk at a party, and somebody had a tattoo machine that shouldn't have obviously and everybody started tattooing each other and i was part of that and that's what happened and it hurt so bad i recently I tried say, to get it touched that, up how bad did that suck getting it on the palm of your hand i was yeah. like screaming and i was so drunk and i still felt it which means like yeah. it would have been which so much worse yeah and right. i can't believe it stayed in there usually palm tattoos come out um but this is like over seven years old now and it's still there is that is that the most painful Ooh, no, I have, um, I'm trying to think of what the most painful one, that's up there. I have yeah. like my whole crotch tattoo though. That was pretty bad. Okay. I got that when I was like 18. So that's tied with the palm. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. like my most painful is like inner arm. Like that right hurts too. Yeah. Really yeah. Like sucked up in here. Yeah. It felt like it was like Just in my in the, armpit. Yeah. Yeah. Right in there. Like you feel it in your armpit, even though they're down on your arm and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Why is that happening? Tattoo well, removal same with hurts the, worse, though. I've oh, heard. Really? Okay. I've heard that's way worse. Yeah, I had a friend that I had a friend that got a like he had a whole sleeve removed because he joined the military. Fuck that! And so he literally <laughs> had his whole sleeve removed, and I was like, "What? Are, why? What are you doing?" I, so, what, so your arm looks sweet, like a full scar. No, it actually looks. It should great. scar. It, it, it looks really great. Right. It's not scarred. Yeah, it looks great. So we had a we had an ex bandmate get like a, a neck tattoo um, removed and and Ooh. it was nothing says I don't want a job like a neck tattoo. Ooh, well no, he you know what he did, he he was removing it to get a different neck tattoo. Oh, yeah, what was the original one? Yeah, it was like it was like a like a a pistol like a handgun of some sort. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Weird. Weird. I would, yeah, it was a, it was fucking weird. It's a weird neck tattoo. Yeah. yeah. I have one on He's the back no longer of my neck, the but so. I didn't feel it. Was, like on the back of the neck, it's super easy, I guess. Yeah, I that's one easy. In Salem. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel it. Yeah, I was going to say, I know a couple people that have, I know a couple people that have the back of their neck and a couple people that have right behind their ear and they said that it wasn't bad at all. Yeah, I didn't. Um, it just felt like something was vibrating. It didn't actually feel like it was like a needle at all. Right. Okay. The, this one, the, the chili pepper one. It's because you can't see it. I thought, I thought he was crossing my nipple. <laughs> I absolutely thought it. Like I was like, "Oh my god, you're going too far." He's like, "No, no, I'm not." I'm like, "You're not." 
You should have got a pierce too while you were at it. Yeah, just, while I was happy. Oh, you know what? That's a good idea. Except for I, I can't now. <laughs> dude, if you get your nipple pierced, I'll pay for it. We'll film it. That's It'll nice. It'll be great. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's nice. Yeah. I will not. No thanks. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> I do a lot of things. But, yeah. You know, like I'll I'll eat hot shit like that. Well, yeah. I love eating hot stuff. Like the one oh, chip really? challenge. Yeah. Go we're, grab it. We're we've about got, to do we're we've about got, to do the one chip challenge. We've got the, the twenty twenty two version. We got the new one. The no, new, no, we got the new version. The new version. What's the what's the difference? Because I did the old one. This uh, one does something where it turns your tongue blue because there's some kind <laughs> so, yeah. of blue pepper. It's the same shit, but it turns your tongue blue. That's not yeah, the other one was like black though. Like I remember yes. like the yeah, powder yeah. on it was like black, and that's like what really stays in your mouth and like you can't get it out. It was horrible. We, we do yeah. that all the time. You might, you maybe, you know what? You might have well, to do a when uh, you come back when you come out to the island, or if we come out to Vegas, we might have mm -hmm. to do a. We'll uh, do a hot thing. food thing because we do that all the time. We abuse ourselves. It's awful. Yes. We do it for our Patreon. We've eaten um, nine Scoville unit gummy bears. Yeah, I did the gummy uh, bear. That one was cool. What, little yeah. nitro. Yeah. 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 We did that. That was uh wow, that hurt. <laughs> I was doing jumping jacks. I was like, I have to do calisthenics back here. I have to move. I'll send you the video. It was, it was a lot of fun. It's pretty good. Yeah, the gummy he, bear. He deadpans cool. everything. He deadpans everything and has no reaction, which is which is great because I look like I'm I'm dying and he's he's like, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, I love I'm like, hot food. Tired. Yeah, I love spicy like everything for me that I feel like I've like burnt my taste buds because like I need spice and everything to even like taste it at this point. But there's a new challenge here in Vegas. It's at, at one of the hot chicken places. I think it's mm -hmm. the. I don't know, one of the Texas ones. It's really good, but they have like a challenge there. If you eat, I think you have to eat five of the strips with the hottest sauce, then you get $500. But I'm like, I can't oh. even eat that much chicken. Like I had like two pieces of chicken, I'm full. So I'm like, I, I don't, know. yeah. But it's apparently like, it's not possible at all. I got this. <laughs> I got this. I'll try it. I yeah, would try it. I would want I'll to just try it. try it just to taste it, but I don't, I can't eat five pieces of chicken chicken i wish they did like a hundred dollars for one piece 200 for two because right, i could right. do like two well it depends on how big the, the pieces of chicken are like if, right, it's, if it's like standard, if it's like fried it's probably like a, pieces yeah like a i chicken can't tender. eat no it's probably a chicken yeah. tender if it's a chicken tender i can eat five chicken tenders yeah i can't eat five like pieces of chicken no 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 like if you're like here's a breast a wing a leg a thigh oh, not that big like, no no nah. no way can I relax that? your pants there buddy right <laughs> I'm not but good. if it's like five chicken tenders I mean, it'll I suck. That. It'll suck, but I can do it. Yeah. Well, you guys will have to come to Vegas and we'll have to try that. Absolutely. I'm in. Let's I'm in. Do it. Let's do it. So uh, we will definitely do that. And uh, yeah, again, when 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 you come to Long Island, if you come visit, I, I know it's. Uh, I'll be there. Nothing appeal. Sweet. Oh, cool. Let's uh, hit us up. Hit let's, us up. Let's go out for some hot food, and uh, we'll maybe get maybe get questionable tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah, palm's free. <laughs> oh, good luck. Yeah, I tried to no, get I, more I on my palm, like, professionally, but it didn't stick. I was trying to get the whole palmistry map, and there's, like, okay. a little remnants of, like, something there, but oh, it didn't yeah, yeah. stick in, so I have to try it again. I think the needle oh. was too small that she was using, so. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, we want to get the, uh, uh, like, the break-apart ice pops. Yeah. Oh, okay. We want to get... We want to get or two those, halves of a popsicle. Like, yeah, two halves of a popsicle. That's cool. 
That's yeah. cool. But We're yeah, I'll that. be I'll be Long Island, and uh, I think it's like December fourth. It's for like a baby shower, so I'll definitely be there. So we can plan oh, cool. around those dates and do something. Hit us up. Let's Hit us know. up. Come, we'll 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 film something and we'll we'll eat some hot things. We'll do some dumb shit, and it'll be great. And then when you guys Have come to drink. Vegas, I'll bring you to a haunted place here. Oh please! Yes, that would be amazing. Yes, we're so in, so in for sure. Um, so, without further ado, can you can you just let everybody know where they can find everything Lindsay Paranormal? Yes. Yeah, so on my website, lindsayparanormal.com, you can find my merch there and some of my social medias, but you can find everything on my Instagram, which is just lindsayparanormal. I have the link tree in my bio that has my YouTube, which is all my full-length episodes. I have one premiering today, actually. I know this will be in the future, but every Friday yeah. or Saturday, I try to release a new YouTube episode. So definitely find me on there. That's youtube.com slash thirdeyeparanormal. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. Uh, and if you're moving to Vegas, she's also a realtor. So hit her up. Yes. Um, I'll sell you a haunted house. I might be moving to Vegas. So I might Let hit you know. up. <laughs> Sounds there you good. go. Yeah. Okay. So without further, I did that before. Yeah. So without, what, what, further, 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 without, so further, without ado. further, further ado. What is that thing? What is that question that we, so we said you were, there was going to be a test, right? Right, right, right. right. Yeah. It was a test. Um, what's that thing? There was a what's question. That, like super important. About the thing that makes, about your, the life thing that makes your life better. It's the metaphor that, that, it, it, that, that, that makes everything more enjoyable. Metaphor is a big word. Metaphor I like is that. a big word. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. What is that Three question? Syllables. Lindsay, do you remember that what, That question? The what is your bacon? Oh, she got <laughs> it. There it is. What's your bacon? What's your bacon? It's not and we're back. It's not fair. It's so bad. It's so it, fine. You know what? Take over editing. Nah, I'm all right. Now, I win. <laughs> I always win. You uh, always win. So we want to thank those of you who've stayed all the way to the end. We want to thank those of you who are on Bacon is my podcast Patreon. Yes. So the patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast. You can get these episodes. You keep the shit running. Episode early episode without commercials. Yep, no ads. Super duper fun. Thank you guys. And then we get like extra shit. We get yeah. like uh, tastings, tastings and uh, cooking, random shit. Yeah. All of the things. Live so streams, thank you guys. Thank stuff. you guys so much for all of your support. Uh, thank you to everybody who's been giving us five-star reviews and who's you been rule. giving us the likes and the subscribes and all the things. Five-star reviews though, help. Right we got, now, like, quite a few on the Spotify, and yes, I was very I have surprised. not seen one positive enough or negative enough that I want to read them on the air yet. You guys got to be more creative. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, I did see a, a negative one. Uh, but... They, they they just left one star and didn't right, leave didn't any say anything. comments. Yeah, didn't say anything. Like, Comment. Stop being a pussy. Yeah, if it's just one star, back that shit up. Yeah. Back that shit. You, go, Tell us you why. know you know why you got one star? Because I don't want to hear Jimmy's dumbass fucking concert story about his bag. I don't yeah, it was long. It. it was long. I don't want to hear it. It was super long. Right? That's fine. Super long. That's fine. Let me know. Yeah. Let me know. Um But where can they find the the things? 
with the Canucks and the uh, Oh, check the it bags. out. Check it out on my uh, on my spots. My spots are Jimmy G Shoes on all the socials. My band is Craving Strange, CravingStrange.net, where you will find links to all the socials and all the music and all the stuff. You can find all videos and things like that over on Strangerhood TV, where you can also find Bacon is my podcast, as well as episodes of me and you doing cover songs and all that kind of weird stuff. Yeah. And anything that either of us put out as well. Yeah. StrangerHoodTV.com. Including uh, Bacon is my passion. Including Bacon is my passion. Which is on all streaming platforms. It it's is. It's our, our musical conglomerate. Let us know if you hate it. If you will. Or yeah. if you like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to hear some shit. Yeah. Like, Be louder, us. guys. Be louder. Be much louder. Uh, you can find me personally. Thanks for asking. I was about to, but you jumped the gun. Nah, it's fine. Uh, at me, my own self. Where can Mike. they find you? You can find me at me, my own self. Mike on all streaming, uh, all all social media. Yeah, you can find me, my own self. Where can on they find you? <laughs> <laughs> me personally, you can find on <laughs> at me, my own self. Mike on all streaming platforms. Streaming uh, platforms? No, not, yeah. Ugh. Where can they find you? Where can they find you, buddy? <laughs> Son of a bitch. They can find Mike at Me My Own Self Mike. over on all the socials. Me yes. My Own Self Mike on all the socials. You can also find Something Heavy mm-hmm. at Something Heavy at Something Heavy Music Yes. Uh, on all the socials. And you can find Something Heavy on all streaming platforms. Yes. Check them out. Uh, you can find them and save them and follow them just like you can. Bacon is my passion. And just like you can, Bacon is my podcast. new single... From something heavy, learning. Learning is out now. Is it out now? Should be. Learning is out now. Should fucking be. Check it out. Let them know if you like it. Let them know if you hate it. Be louder, people. We want to hear you. We want to know you. Wait, how can we hear them? Using the hashtags. What's your bacon? Bacon's my podcast. Bacon's my pod. Yes. And always... Or add us at Bacon Is My Pod. Yes. Always add us. Always add us. Yeah. Always... Yeah. Those things. Without... What's your bacon? Yeah. Let's do it. What's your bacon? What piece?